You're listening to the Josh Parnell Leadership Podcast. We all have leadership within us. And once we understand how to challenge perceived limitations, we're able to influence those we're leading. Josh is a leadership coach, trainer, and speaker. He's also a veteran of the United States Air Force with over 20 years of leadership experience. Are you ready to transform your leadership skills by tapping into unrecognized potential to achieve limitless results? Let's get ready for liftoff. It's time to go from great to greater. Here's Josh in today's episode. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Josh Parnell Leadership Podcast. I'm excited to be with you today. I'm honored that you're tuning in. And you know, today's episode is titled Think Like a Rookie. And I can't think of a better time to share this message, given that this is the very first episode of my podcast. I want to emphasize that while this is a leadership podcast, I want to first share and acknowledge that this podcast is for everyone, because if you're listening in, you are a leader. And here is why. You are one of one. There is no one else in the entire world like you. Therefore, you have your own unique individual perspective that nobody else has. And since you have your own perspective, that makes you influential. John Maxwell even says, leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And since you're able to influence those around you, you have the ability to affect change. And anybody who is a change agent is a leader. So with that being said, before we dive into today's episode, I want to first set the tone by encouraging you to open your mind to all possibilities Acknowledging that sometimes a different perspective may turn out to be a better perspective. And when we start viewing things differently, we start doing things differently. So let's begin by asking ourselves, what mindset do we currently have when we hear the phrase, think like a rookie? What does that mean to you? We want to start with where our thought process is because our mind can oftentimes be set on something without even realizing that we're not even considering different perspective. Hence the term mindset. So we're talking about mindset before we get into this specific episode. And we know that our thoughts dictate emotions and emotions dictate actions and actions dictate results. So if we aren't achieving the results that we want, we need to go back and begin with our thoughts. So why do we want to adopt a think like a rookie mindset? Because we're always going to have a long way to go and a long way to grow. So I suggested a moment ago that we be open-minded to all possibilities, which is a trait, by the way, that most rookies have. You think about rookies, you know, let's, let's get, bring it into sports for a second. Rookies do a great job of imagining the possibilities without limitations. So consider this analogy. Let's talk about children and their incredible imagination, right? So think about children in the infant stage right before they're about to walk, right? If I could describe children using only one word, I'd say that they're resilient because when you think about how a child's imagination runs wild, there are no limitations to what they imagine is possible. So think about when a baby learns how to walk, right? How it falls down repeatedly over and over again. But their resilient spirit picks itself right back up and tries again and again and again. Babies, infants, young children, they don't understand the concept of limitations, right? So imagine if babies operated like adults. When babies learn how to walk, they fall. And if they were adults, they might decide to get back up again and try again, but they'd fall again. And inevitably, they'd likely give up and say, you know what? Crawling wasn't terrible. Like it was good. It was good enough. But are we trying to be good or are we trying to be great? Are we trying to go through life doing good or trying to go through life doing great? We have to adopt this think like a rookie type of mentality. We have to have this resilient spirit about us where we're not going to give up. We're going to go through things and subsequently grow through things. So today, I'll be sharing five practical steps that we can take to think like a rookie as we navigate through our leadership journeys. Beginning with number one, expect failures. Not many of us have the ability to start something and master it overnight. 
Just because we fail at something, that action doesn't determine our identity, right? When we fail at something, that doesn't make us a failure. If we lose at something, it doesn't make us a loser. We need to believe for success, but expect to fail. Because at the end of the day, let's acknowledge that things are not going to go our way. They're not always going to go our way. We're going to make mistakes along the way. We're going to lose at times. We're going to experience failure at some point in our lives. And the paradigm shift that I'm encouraging everyone to make is to embrace these times. Because if we're not failing, we're not learning. And if we're not learning, we're not growing. And if we're going to grow through something, we've got to be willing to go through something. So it's not always going to be pretty. It's never going to be perfect. We know that perfection is unattainable. Perfection is reserved for God, right? But practice makes progress. The name of the game is progress. And if we're consistent in the practice, we're going to make the progress. So if we want to be good at something, we've got to be willing to be bad at it first. Do it a few times to be good. Keep doing it to be great. Michael Jordan, perhaps the greatest basketball player of all time, even said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game-winning shot and missed. I've failed over and over and over again in my life, and that is why I succeed. Jordan, who I mentioned before, he's considered by many to be the greatest basketball player to ever live. And do you know what Michael Jordan's career field goal percentage was? It was 49.7%. So I'm sharing that to share that what that means is that even the greatest basketball player to ever play the game missed more times than he made it. Ty Cobb, one of the greatest baseball players to ever play. He holds the longstanding record of the highest batting average in baseball history at 366, which means that he was left stranded at the plate almost twice as much as the amount of hits he had. And he holds the record for the best batting average in the almost 200-year history of baseball. Folks, we've got to expect failures along our leadership journey. How we handle those failures is going to determine how effective and impactful we become. So the first step that we want to take to think like a rookie is to expect failures. The second step is to get comfortable being uncomfortable. It's okay to be content but not comfortable. And what I mean by this is it's okay to be happy. It's okay to be satisfied. Celebrate the wins, right? What celebrated gets repeated. Celebrate the wins. Water the grass where you're at, but be satisfied where you're at, but live outside of your comfort zone. Growth and comfort cannot coexist. And a way that we can live outside of our comfort zone is to sharpen our axe. So there's a story of the woodcutter that I want to share with you where we're talking about sharpening our axe. We're, we're, we're talking about going from great to greater by making sure that we're leveling up in all areas of our life, physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally, all the above. We have the opportunity to level up by sharpening our axe. So once upon a time, there was a very strong woodcutter who applied to work at a timber merchant and he got the job. Pay was fantastic. Work conditions were excellent. And for these reasons, he was motivated to do his very best. So his first day in the job, he goes to his boss. His boss gives him an ax, and he says, I want you to go chop down as many trees as you can. So the woodcutter goes out on his first day. He works tirelessly. He's chopping down trees all day long. So he's able to chop down 18 trees on his first day in the job. So he brings 18 trees back to his boss. His boss says, wow, that's fantastic. Motivated by his boss's words, the woodcutter is determined to go out the second day and chop down even more trees. So that's what he did. He went out the second day. His intent was to work tirelessly all day long, bringing back more trees, but he's only able to chop down 15 trees on his second day on the job. No big deal. The woodcutter thought, I'm going to go out the third day and crush it. I'm going to, I'm going to get more trees on the, on the third day than the first two days combined. So that was his intent. He goes out the third day. 
He works tirelessly chopping down trees, but he's only able to chop down 10 trees on his third day. He was confused. He thought, man, I don't know what's going on. Maybe I'm losing my strength. He went and apologized to his boss, said, boss, I'm sorry. I think I'm losing my strength. I can't figure out what's going on. His boss looks at him and asks the question of, when was the last time that you sharpened your axe? Sharpened my axe, the woodcutter said. I haven't had time to sharpen my axe because I've been too busy chopping down trees. And the moral of the story is, we get like this in our own life sometimes, we're doing the same thing over and over and over again. And so we've got to take time to step back and sharpen our axe. Notice I said take time because it's easy to say, I don't have the time, right? If we all had an extra hour in our day, a lot of us would still say, I don't have the time. But we've got to make the time. We've got to make it and take the time to sharpen our axe. Again, we want to level up every area of our life in order to serve those around us. And we got to do that by getting comfortable being uncomfortable. So the second step to take in, in order to think like a rookie is to get comfortable being uncomfortable. The third step is to commit to being a lifelong learner. Recognize that everybody has blind spots. I know it's easy to say, well, I don't have any blind spots. Hey, I promise you, if you're saying you don't have blind spots, that's a blind spot. We all have blind spots. We all want to surround ourselves with people who have a different perspective than we do to help us learn and grow in a way that we currently can't. Remember, we all have our own perspective. Each one of us is one of one. We have our own perspective, which allows us the ability to be influential to those around us. And we can influence those around us. We can affect change. Entertain the idea and surround yourself with people who have a different perspective than you. Get around people who can help you identify what your blind spots are. Become a CIA member. And I'm not talking about joining the agency. I'm talking about being coachable, intelligent, and having a great attitude. That CIA stands for coachable, intelligent, and attitude. We want to be coachable. We want to be we want to be coachable in a way that when we are receiving feedback, we're receiving it just as such as feedback. It's easy to receive it as criticism and condemnation and judgment when we take things personal. But remember, if someone is giving us feedback, if someone is coaching us accordingly, they're doing us a disservice if they don't share that with us, right? So they're sharing something with us because they care, because they see our ability to go from great to greater. So let's be coachable. When someone is giving you feedback, receive it as feedback. They, they, are, they are sharing something in, in a, with you in a way because they genuinely care about your growth and development. So be coachable and intelligent. I'm not talking about book smart. Hey, if you're book smart, great. I'm more so talking about your emotional intelligence, being able to recognize when to exercise some empathy, right? When to exercise some sympathy, when to exercise joy. To, For lack of better terms, we want to be a chameleon to, to some degree whenever we're around people that we're serving or that we're being served by. And so, so let's have some self-awareness. Let's have some situational awareness. Let's exercise some emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence is having feelings, but not letting our feelings have us, right? We want to make sure that we can manage our thoughts, which again, dictate emotions and feelings. Those subsequently dictate our actions and actions dictate our results. Sometimes we allow ourselves to get so caught up in our thoughts and feelings, it allows the feelings to have us and we start acting or not acting accordingly. And ultimately, we're not achieving the results that we're destined to achieve. So we'll make sure that we are coachable, intelligent. And the last one, as I mentioned, is attitude. One of my favorite quotes from Zig Ziglar, he says, your attitude, not your aptitude, will determine your altitude. I think we all know that 
one bad apple can ruin a bunch. And so it's important that we are mindful of our attitude. We can always choose positivity even in a negative situation. The two things that we can control every day in our life is our attitude and our effort. Is I'm not saying it's easy, but even in a negative situation, we can choose to have a positive attitude and we can always provide maximum effort. But again, let's acknowledge that literally every person that we come in contact with has the possibility to teach us something that we don't know. So the third step to thinking like a rookie is to commit to being a lifelong learner. Number four, hire a coach or a mentor. This is critical to every person's success. Every one of us should find someone in our life to learn from. I just mentioned being a lifelong learner, but furthermore, let's get very intentional. Find someone who's willing to invest their time, effort, and energy into you, to pour into you, to speak truth into you. Athletes have coaches. Michael Jordan had a coach, right? Doctors have doctors. Pastors have pastors. Coaches have coaches. Speaking of Michael Jordan, when Phil Jackson officially became head coach of the Chicago Bulls, this was in the late 80s, and Jordan had already won Rookie of the Year. He was already a five-time All-Star, and he had already won his first Most Valuable Player Award in the NBA. So by many accounts, he was already the greatest basketball player in the world at the time. But he recognized that he had blind spots. He got a coach who was willing to pour into him and Jordan was willing to put himself under the scrutiny of coach Phil Jackson because he knew that Phil Jackson could see what he couldn't. This is the importance of having a coach. Jordan, by many accounts, again, was already the greatest basketball player in the world, but he knew he had the ability to go from great to greater. He knew that he had so much opportunity that he wasn't capturing yet, so he allowed himself to be coachable, one of the greatest attributes any leader can have to be coachable so that he can go from great to greater. And and we know the rest of the story. Ultimately, Phil Jackson introduced an incredible offense, the triangle offense, multiple processes. He did some great acquisitions to help the team improve, but but ultimately Jordan became a better player because of his coach and because of his teammates, but most importantly, because he allowed himself to be coachable. If you're asking yourself, well, what do I look for in a coach? How do I know how to pick a coach? The biggest thing for me, I would look for somebody that you can trust, someone who you can fully submit to and trust that this person has your best interest in mind and is willing to share the difficult things with you. I mentioned that if we have blind spots, there are certain areas of our life where when someone gives us the hard truth about a blind spot that we may not even agree with, we have to be willing, again, to think about a different perspective. Think, hey, maybe this is something I need to view differently. Because again, the way that we view things drives the way that we do things. And until we start viewing things differently, we can't do things differently in order to make an effective change. So when you find a coach, look for someone who's willing to give you the God-honest truth. And I can tell you benefits of working with a coach is just to name a few goal achievement. If, if you're struggling to achieve your goals, I can tell you that writing your goals down, just simply writing your goals down gives you a 42% better chance to actually achieving those goals. And these, these are some, that, that's just a stat that's beneficial just to keep a journal of things. Start writing down your thoughts. Uh, the things that we write are the things that we invite. And we can start writing our goals down. We're inviting these goals into our life. So just one benefit, goal achievement. Of course, a heightened sense of self-awareness. We talked about the importance of emotional maturity, right? That CIA member. 
uh, improved time management, an increase in efficiency, productivity, effective communication. This is critical. When there's a breakdown in communication, oftentimes a void gets created and typically negativity fills that void. If we can improve our communication, that is one of the greatest attributes to help us becoming a more successful leader. A more effective leader is by being a more effective communicator. Of course, improved performance, uh, team member engagement, uh, being able to create and cultivate a culture within your workspace is huge. Uh, Of course, increased level of motivation. If we're working on sharpening our acts, I'm talking also about sharpening every area of our life, including our leadership skills. Do yourself a favor. I promise you one of the best investments we can ever make is in ourselves. Go find a coach. Go hire a coach. Hire a mentor. I promise you, you will not regret it. One of the signs of, of any great leader is to be a great follower. Anytime we can we can be a great follower, it allows us the opportunity to be a great leader. And I'm speaking specifically to the to the idea of hiring a coach. Find somebody. Find a coach. Find a mentor. Find a peer who who, who you're fully submitting to to allow them to speak truth into you. It is critical to everyone's success. And lastly, the fifth step to think like a rookie is simply putting in the work. Put in the work. Don't settle. Don't tolerate. Always strive to be even a fraction of a percent better than you were before, right? We're striving for progress. It's not about perfection. It's about progress. And if we're consistent in the practice, we're able to make the progress. So stay focused. Don't start comparing your day one to someone else's day 1000. I know it's easy to do with social media, with so many things going on in our our world. It is so easy to, to start doing something and immediately start looking at someone else who already has success and think, wow. How did they do it? How are they already uh, successful? John Maxwell even says it took him 40 years to become an overnight success, right? The idea is a lot of us don't see the hard work, the blood, the sweat, the tears, the effort, intentionality, and the attention into ourselves that that we put into ourselves to ultimately be successful. And when we become successful, folks, we still haven't shown up and we're never going to show up because we're always thinking like, a rookie. Comparison is the thief of joy. And the only person that we should be comparing ourselves to is the person we were yesterday versus the person we're trying to become tomorrow. So we stay focused, nose to the grindstone, and we put in the work every day because we live by the rule of 100, which states that if you spend 100 hours in a year, which is only 18 minutes per day, all of us in any discipline, whether it be karate, violin, piano, whatever, if we spend 18 minutes a day Again, 100 hours a year will be better than 95% of the world in that discipline. We've got to stay consistent in order to make the progress. You think about this. Think about a pinata. And you go to a birthday party, a bunch of kids hitting this pinata one at a time. First kid goes up, gives it a couple good whacks, and then nothing happens. Second kid comes up, does the same thing, nothing happens. Third kid comes up. Hits it and maybe maybe a little crack in the pinata. This keeps on happening time and time and time again, kid after kid. The eighth or ninth kid walks up. It, it could even be the smallest kid at the party. One good hit and all of a sudden, bam, it cracks open. Candy flies everywhere, right? It's just, it's, it's, it's a party all of a sudden. Do you think that that one kid, the eighth or ninth kid, is the one who, who put in the work to make that that pinata bust open? The reality is all those other kids, all that work that often we don't see 
or we don't believe in, we don't think anything's happening. All that stuff is happening. And all of a sudden, before you know it, it clicks. And we realize, hey, we did it. All those years, all the blood, sweat, tears, the early mornings, the late nights, grinding it out, the consistency, intentionality, over and over and over again is what caused the pinata to bust open. A quote that reminds us of this particular analogy comes from Jacob Rees, and he says, when nothing seems to help, I go and look at the stonecutter hammering away at his rock, perhaps a hundred times without as much as a crack showing in it. Yet at the hundredth and first blow, it will split in two. And I know it was not the last blow that did it, but all that had gone before. It's so important as we think about our journey. There is so much intentionality and focus that we need to have while thinking like a rookie the entire time in order to see the success that we're trying to achieve, right? So to recap, the five steps we can take to think like a rookie are number one, expect failures. Number two, get comfortable being uncomfortable. Number three, commit to being a lifelong learner. Number four, hire a coach or a mentor. If working with me is something that you might be interested in, connect with me through my website at thebeardedleader.com. That's thebeardedleader.com. Come. And last but not least, number five, put in the work. All right, folks, thanks again for joining me. This, of course, as I mentioned, is my rookie episode of the Josh Parnell Leadership Podcast. And I'm excited to be joining you as we look to transform our leadership skills by tapping into unrecognized potential to achieve limitless results. If you like this episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button. And I'd certainly appreciate it if you'd leave a review. My mission is to reach people and build leaders. And the more reviews we have, the more this podcast gets pushed to the masses. So as a reminder, new episodes do air every other Wednesday. Thank you again for tuning in to the Josh Parnell Leadership Podcast. Have a great day, everyone. Don't forget to smile today. Tell your loved ones how much they mean to you. I'm Josh Parnell reminding you to keep leading well.